Cool. Welcome. Uh, my name is Sham Krishnamurthy. I'm a senior manager in um, AWS IoT. And today we'll talk about the AWS IoT button and how you can use this simple device to actually do enterprise innovation, not just as a gadget. So we're going to talk a little bit about the AWS IoT button. We'll start with sort of why would you want it? Why would you consider this simple device and actually apply it to real business scenarios? And we'll go over a little bit about what the button is, how it works, and we'll lead into uh, a demo and a customer example as well. And then we'll talk a little bit about a couple of the announcements that were done earlier today, um, both in terms of an enterprise program and enhancements to our developer program. So one of the things I want to talk about before I dive into sort of why, do you, why should you care about this is uh, about AWS IoT and AWS IoT button, in case you're not familiar with these two things. AWS IoT is a set of services that we launched last year at reInvent. And the idea behind AWS IoT is it lets embedded devices, the Internet of Things, sensors, actuators, um, really connect with other devices, with web applications, with mobile applications, using a cloud platform on AWS. And it bridges this divide between the real world, the physical embedded world, and the power that you have with different web services, the different building blocks we offer from computation, databases, logging, and so on in AWS. So when we launched AWS IoT last year, um, we also launched the AWS IoT button. And it was an exploration at that point. It was something saying, let's take the simple device and let's see what we can do when we combine it with the power of AWS IoT in the cloud and combine it with AWS Lambda, which is a serverless compu computing primitive. And we can talk a little bit more about Lambda as well. Um, and when you combine these three together, um, you can essentially, with just a little bit of configuration and a little bit of code, actually do very powerful things. And since last year, we've had a number of developers who've been interested in the AWS IoT button, so we made it available for sale on Amazon.com in uh, May this year. And today, I'm here to talk to you about how we're going to continue this program, how we're going to expand it for enterprises and for developers alike. Let's start a little bit with just a little personal thing. Ten years ago, bought a house, and it wasn't a new house, so a couple of years in, deck starts fading, and I hadn't owned a house before, so I sort of assumed everything should be easy, right? Um, so I said, okay, let's go paint my deck. And so once I had that, I said, you know, it should be easy. Just pick my paint, buy it, go home and start painting, right? Simple. Um, and I actually imagined this, especially in sunny Seattle, you know, beautiful deck, the parasol, um, and all of that. Um, life was a little bit more complicated. Um, this is me. That's an actual photo of me in front of the <laughs> paint wall in the home store. No. Anyway, so it looked very complicated for somebody who hadn't done it before. There's a dozen different paints, and depending on the wood, you have to pick a different stain and actually try applying it, see how it works. You have to apparently clean the deck and so on and so forth. I couldn't follow it. So like every self-respecting software engineer, I just called for help. Um, in aisle number 35 or something. And um, they know this, right? They know that not everybody who's at the home improvement store um, is familiar with all the different 10,000 offerings that they have. And they have expert agents. Problem is you have to wait for them. You've got to wander the aisles looking for who's going to help me. They may already be helping somebody. So you wait a little bit more. You fidget in front of them. Feels a little bit like waiting in the DMV, right? And very likely, you're going to get annoyed some people are going to lose, and this is loss of business for that store. So imagine 
this hypothetical store going in and saying, okay, if they're more likely to leave, I want to actually solve this problem. I'm going to make it simple. Let's simplify expert agent assistance. Let's say we can actually take that phone away, the phone on IL35, replace it with a button that actually is connected to a system that knows, okay, which aisle was that, which particular maybe even section of that aisle was that, what kind of help are they likely to want, and redirect it to the kind of agents who actually have that expertise, right? Um, advantage, you get served faster. Advantage, the agents can be trained on areas that need more help. Um, more staffing can be brought in for the aisles that have those problems. So the nature of this problem is not unique to home stores. It's probably in many different domains. And the idea is great, right? Take a very simple solution and apply it and combine it with the power of you know, web services and solve the problem. If you think about the home store, what does it actually take to build this, right? You have to manufacture it, which they probably know how to. But you have to add electronics. You have to write firmware for that. You have to keep it secure so people can't do malicious things. And you need a server, whether it's on-premise or in the cloud. You really need to connect all of these, connect it to mobile applications. You want to then analyze, OK, which agents are doing really well, which areas are getting more attention, which kind of places need um, more staffing. And so you have to build these web and mobile apps. And for people like that home store and in that domain, this is sort of like me facing the paint wall, right? It's complicated um, and not necessarily in their domain. They're really smart in their domain of selling goods at stores. So our goal here is look at this and say, what's the part of this that actually is relevant and pertinent to your business? And what do you want to solve? And that's that last box there, which is how do you want to actually have the apps optimize your business? And so with the IoT button as a simple device that encapsulates all of those first five things and says, here's a simple device. You get a button. And what we do is it connects over Wi-Fi. It connects to AWS IoT and triggers a Lambda function. If you're not familiar with Lambda, it's a service that allows you to write code without having to manage servers, without having to host your own servers. And AWS runs the code on your behalf in response to events. In this case, the event is a click of a button, or two clicks of a button, or a long press of a button. So we have multiple options in this particular uh, button. And all of these can trigger different Lambda events. And AWS IoT actually also has a rules engine. And through the rules engine, we connect the device to AWS IoT and then trigger Lambda. But you can also do other things, like you can store logs for every request that was made in S3, and so on. And there's a lot of different applications. Notifying the agent in the home store is one. You can send an SMS to someone. You can request a callback. Many different applications. And since we launched, we've actually seen a number of uh, developers try to do very innovative things with it. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, so what I talked about, even the security between the device and the cloud, if you're a user of AWS I IoT, you might be familiar that we support multiple protocols. We support MQTT, HTTP, and WebSockets. We also support multiple authentication schemes, standard AWS uh, SIGV4 authentication, as well as certificate-based authentication for devices. So in the case of the button, that is encapsulated. You put the certificate onto the device. It connects over TLS to AWS IoT, triggers a rule, and a Lambda function that you can update the mobile app. Um, other things you can do, um, I'll talk a little bit about the payload. It's very simple. It just tells you, here's the serial number of the button. 
here's the click type, you know, single, double, or long. And you can trigger a Lambda function, as I mentioned, also store a log, send the stream of all those events to Kinesis so you can process it afterwards. So lots of different applications with a very simple device, right? Um, so you can imagine now applying this architecture where we take care of all of that to the use case I described, where here's a home store, and you want to be able to say, click that button, and it redirects to an agent, depending on the aisle that it was in, um, which agent has that skill. And in order to actually do this, I'm going to invite my awesome product manager, Rob, over here for the demo. So Rob, take it away. Thanks, Sean. Of course. Yeah, so we wanted to uh, you know, build out a full end-to-end -end solution. Sean talked about the kind of AWS taking care of five of the six kind of categories in what it takes to deploy an IoT device. We wanted to build the six just to kind of show you what it could be like for your application. So again, we have the customer experience where there are buttons in the aisles in the store. They need to be placed around and a customer needs, needs to be able to click them to request service. You then have an app for the agent so that they can accept tasks and go help the customer. And then you need a management console so you can actually manage the deployment within a store. So let's just switch over here. And so what you see here are uh, the management console to the left and a Kindle app to the right. The Kindle app would be what the agent uses uh, to uh, see tasks coming in based on their capabilities. The management console is what a manager would use to set up the initial deployment and then manage ongoing metrics. So now imagine that I am the general manager of a store. I've just received my shipment of buttons, and I want to set one up. Continuing with uh, Sham's example of the patio, let's, uh, let's say that he's now painted the deck, and he wants to set up some furniture. So I've already provisioned this button with Wi-Fi. So I take it out and click it. I can then go to the manage buttons area, and we can see that a button has just been added. You can see just clicks now. And I, I actually need to step back for a second. And now that we have patio furniture available, we need to manage the capabilities and say that our store has patio furniture and that we are going to deploy a button there. So if I go into the categories here, we have lawn and garden. I'll add a capability, and we'll call that patio furniture. Patio and... Deck furniture, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it deck furniture. So now that I've added that capability, and my button has been uh, associated with my kind of local cloud environment, I can set up the capability associated with that button. So this will be the patio button. I'll just save those changes. So now that I actually have a button, which when it is clicked, requests a call, uh, service to a location, 
I need to make sure that we have an agent that can actually help out with that request. So here, I'm not an expert in it, but I'm probably better than Sean, so I can, I can try and help him out with his requests. So I now have added the capability to Rob Cocker and the agent, who will be able to service these requests. So now you can see Patio has been added to the list of, of relevant services that Rob Cochran can help with. So then let's take a look at tasks. So we have no tasks in the list currently. Imagine now this button has been put out in the store and we click it. We now want that task to reach our backend system compare which agents have the relevant skills. And what we've done here is uh, assign it to the, the agent who has been active least recently, so somebody who, who probably has time and is ready to go help. Um, so we can re refresh the list here. You've actually already seen it populate into the agent app. So this is you know, Rob Cochran logged in on his Kindle device, can see that a new task has been assigned to me. As a manager, I'm also able to see this task list. Now, if I'm you know, busy or helping another customer, I might not have seen this. I might uh, get distracted. So I can actually, as a manager, send a message and say, hey, please go to the patio. Customer has requested your help. And I'll just send that over. And the Wi-Fi works. Let's see, let's just send that one more time. So the, so the message has now been sent. I can see that the task uh, has been assigned and that my manager expects me to go help out with it. And so I can then go and complete the task. So now what I'd like to do is be able to see some you know, we saw the end-to-end -end flow of what it looks like to actually deploy a button in the store, put it on the shelf somewhere, and when a customer is interested, they can go click the button and get help in just a couple minutes. But as a manager, I want to know how my whole store is doing. If I have, you know, 10 or 20 buttons out, I want to understand the metrics associated with that deployment. So here we can see the buttons that have been set up and how, how frequently they're being clicked. So we can see... Uh, Computers are the most frequently clicked buttons, and so that you can see this segment here. We can see the average service time of our employees, so when they've accepted tasks and how quickly they actually close out those tasks. Um, Jerry Jones is currently our, our best agent, and we can see over time, and we can, can look at a little bit longer time horizon, we can see which tasks are popular at which time, so we make sure we make the right staffing choice. And what's really cool about this is this was built on an entirely serverless architecture, um, and Sham will now walk through some of the technical details of that. Happy to. Thank you, Rob. Um, the other thing I do want to call out, um, Adam Larder, who's one of our uh, principal SAs in Australia, um, helped uh, build this demo for us, and it really took him uh, just a couple of weeks. And let me switch the input over one second. All right, uh, this took him a couple of weeks, um, and 
Before I walk through the architecture, one of the things I want to call out is um, there's this really great um, combination with IoT and mobile with uh, serverless architecture because it really makes uh, these simple devices and simple management of services help solve fairly complex business problems together. So in this case, um, Rob talked to you about websites, mobile apps that you can see, um, in this case, a Kindle app. Um, all of these are part of the experience that you're trying to do for your enterprise. Um, and the way this was built is we used a serverless architecture. It was a S3-based website hosted on CloudFront. Um, the uh, authentication was based on Amazon Cognito. We used a mixture of user pools and existing uh, authentication providers. And the requests just use a, you know, a sequence of API gateway, Lambda functions, and DynamoDB, all of which are completely managed, right? In these cases, you're not hosting servers, you're not logging in, you're not administering them. Um, the request goes in, you define, everything you're defining here is very unique to your business. So the overhead that you have in just pure management is lower. Um, and so he built that in a couple of weeks, and it writes all of that data when you add tasks, uh, not tasks, when you configure buttons, for example, when you add skills, um, and you model all of them, they get stored in Amazon DynamoDB. And when you click the button, as we talked about, triggers a Lambda function in AWS IoT, and Adam, uh, with Rob's uh, coordination, they wrote a Lambda function that actually writes, consults DynamoDB, you know, finds out what the skills are, what this button is associated with, and puts in a task for that particular agent, for the best agent for that task, to be able to go and solve that problem for that customer, right? Um, so that's what we built, and then you saw those graphs. So decoupled from the main, we use, um, you know, Lambda, we also send an entry of every record to SNS um, and through another Lambda function. Again, Lambda functions can have multiple triggers from different um, AWS events. So when you write to SNS, you can also have, hook that event up to another Lambda function, which then writes that to Elasticsearch, lets you analyze that and um, get intelligence out of it. Um, so this architecture that we built um, was great for demonstrating, sort of taking this, again, Simple from a user experience, complicated from the internals of it, you know, hardware, security, firmware, connectivity, um, and cloud logic, and solving that complex business problem with a simple uh, experience and encapsulating that complexity on the device. So we'll talk about that. Um, what we've seen is this experience that we've provided with the button um, was interesting to developers when we launched. Um, but we also had a number of uh, customers, enterprise customers, uh, who are actually innovating in ways that we couldn't imagine um, with this button. We're working with um, a number of companies, including Eli Lilly and Company, Home Advisor, and Miller Coors. Um, earlier today, we had a session on edge and device services where Eli Lilly and Company were able to talk about how they're adapting the button to do clinical trials and simulating those clinical trials and um, doing interesting things with that. Um, Home Advisor will uh, soon join us on stage, and we'll be talking about uh, great experiences. And Miller Coors is also using it to optimize and improve their customer experience with their product delivery. Um, welcome, John, from Home Advisor, uh, VP of Product Management. Welcome, thank and thank you. Thank you very much. Um, thank you all. A pleasure to be here today. Uh, appreciate your time. By way of introduction, my name is John Humphreys, and I'm the VP of product at Home Advisor. And I've been at Home Advisor for about 15 years, which in the internet time makes me a bit ancient, though I like to think of myself as just modestly experienced. 
But over that time, I've seen a lot of innovation and new developments. And that's why I'm excited to be here today. Um, the AWS IoT button is a meaningful shift in, in IoT, and HomeAdvisor is excited to be a part of it today. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about HomeAdvisor, the use case that we're trying to solve that the IoT button is really a great fit for, and then talk a little bit more about um, how we believe that this is going to solve our use case. But first, a quick introduction into HomeAdvisor and, and share our story. So like Shem, you could go ahead and repaint your deck, go to the store, spend a lot of time, probably do it a little bit wrong. Well, and then, a little bit, right? <laughs> just a little bit. You wouldn't, <laughs> but a lot of us do. And uh, spend a weekend or two working on your deck, and then two weekends later, you're, you're out there trying to repair what you already didn't, what you did incorrectly. Um, what HomeAdvisor is looking to do is address the old ways of finding pros and connecting them with homeowners. How we used to do it is very time-consuming, finding a pro. It's fraught with risk, and there's a lot of questions that homeowners have, like, is this pro a good fit for my job? Do I know that I'm getting a fair price, or maybe I'm getting ripped off? And even questions like, can I trust this person to come into my home? These questions lead to frustration, stress, anxiety, and a lot of times homeowners we've discovered are just ultimately putting projects off till the future. So HomeAdvisor has set out to fix this broken model and simplify home improvement. HomeAdvisor is dedicated to innovation that makes it easy and convenient for homeowners to find pros for any project on any device where and when they need it. Homeowners simply select a project, describe what their need is, and then they can set an appointment, they can connect with a, a pro directly on the phone, or they can get multiple requests or multiple quotes for their project so that they understand what their options are, what it might cost. But before we connect them with a pro, the pro has to go through a rigorous screening. So we make sure that they are reputable, high-quality pros, so that when we do connect them with homeowners, they know that they can trust with the pros that they're being presented with. And Home, and Home Advisor is a leading innovator in on-demand and instant booking, as prominently featured in our app. And it was the first such skill in the Amazon Echo, which in the late enabled Alexa to connect you with a handyman or a plumber, for example. This increased, increased smart home functionality, and it introduced a high-utility, convenient extension of IoT into today's home. And as a result of this commitment to innovation, HomeAdvisor has become the nation's leading marketplace for home services. Each year, we connect over 15 million homeowners with top pros from our network that is 140,000 pros strong and growing every day. We provide cost data. We also provide reviews on these pros. We have over 5 million. And that gives homeowners the tools that they need to make a smart hiring decision. And since HomeAdvisor's inception, we've driven over $40 billion into local communities. And this is great. It's making a real difference for pros and for homeowners, which is a good thing because, as, you, as we know, we all have very busy lives, and time is a tight commodity for us. I love this illustration because it really depicts how crazy life can get, from work to friends, family, hobbies, and ultimately home. Life is, is busy, and it takes up a lot of our mind share. And so, you know, for homeowners, the home is usually the largest investment that they have. It's something they take pride in. And so think about home. I was fortunate enough not to have to travel through over Thanksgiving, but we did host my wife's family. And as I was getting ready, cleaning up the house, preparing the meal a little bit, just like pouring it out of the can, um, let my wife do all the heavy work lifting there, uh, I started to notice all the projects 
that I did not complete through the summer or early fall. Small jobs like getting the carpets clean to larger jobs such as expanding our patio. You know, not to mention that all the drywall dings and damage that happens when you have three young kids and a dog running around the house. And so that's what my list looks like. And each winter, now that I'm from Colorado, winter's setting in, I need to get my furnace serviced, I need to get weather stripping fixed, I need to do a lot of things to make sure that my home is in great shape for the winter. And my list grows and grows and grows, and I'm never quite able to knock stuff off my list and the pace in which it's added. And I think I'm not alone, so I take a little solace in this fact. Um, our research shows that homeowners typically hire pros two to three times per year, but they actually have six to eight projects that they need to get done. Projects that they notice in micro moments, like cleaning for a company to come over or sitting in the backyard with a barbecue and they see the retaining wall is falling over or crumbling. These are projects that just get added to the list and projects that just sit there and linger and linger. And so HomeAdvisor wants to capture these micro moments, but we need to find a solution that's easily available at the homeowner's fingertips. And for us, this represents a big opportunity. With HomeAdvisor, we monetize each project that goes through our system. The, the service professionals pay a small fee for each lead they receive. And we match up to three or four pros per project. And so within that opportunity, we knew that we needed to um, consider our options. And we wanted a solution that would be convenient with on-demand availability, ease. You don't want to ask homeowners to do too much. We want them to take one action and consider it done. And accessibility should always be available to them. It sounds easy, but there's really no clear alternative. And we explored a variety of options that, that we thought might fit, one of which was hire a fleet of home inspectors, have them go out to a home periodically, check it out, make sure that things are working, and address any issues that there might be. Um, but that, that's a huge undertaking. Finding, hiring the pros, managing them, it's not a scalable solution. So that idea was out the gate pretty much from its inception. We could also integrate with smart home systems. Um, AC units, furnace units, that when something goes wrong, that unit alerts you, and boom, you can go and take care of it. Great idea, something that we're very interested in. However, it's, there are two hurdles. One is developing the relationships and getting our technology integrated with the partners. And two, we also need to see consumer adoption. I don't know about you, but with my $6,000, there's a lot of things I'd rather do than go buy an AC unit that can tell me when it's broken. So. That idea is something that we're working on, but it's not going to allow us to get into homes quickly enough. And we can also build a button. And like Shem explained clearly, that's a lot of work. For HomeAdvisor, you know, our focus is on making it easy for homeowners to connect with top-rated pros for any home project they have. Sourcing the, firm, the hardware, installing firmware, security, all these things are outside of what we want to do, and it's a big distraction for us. And so... Um, so we, we're left kind of with the question, how should we address this opportunity for HomeAdvisor? And having established a successful, a lot of success with the Echo skill, um, the AWS IoT button is a great option. First off, for a number of reasons. First off, Amazon's a great partner. It, they've been highly collaborative, easy to work with, and we know that they have a shared passion for delivering simple, convenient solutions that just work. And so I'm excited to announce that we're going to be launching a pilot here soon with the HomeAdvisor AWS IoT button. It's going to be on demand with a single click. When you need it, you click the button. A pro or a, a service representative from HomeAdvisor will give you a call. 
understand what your project is, and then start to connect you with the pros based on your need. So it seems that simple, but really behind the scenes, you might think it's more difficult, but with the IoT button, it's, real, it's very simple. So when the, when the button's clicked, we hit the AW, it hits the cloud, triggers the Home Advisor Lambda function, and that's our, that's our code right there. So you see in just a couple of lines, we built a Lambda function. Very simple, very quick to do. The Lambda function then hits the Home Advisor API and sends over the customer's information, et cetera. And again, this is our API. So within 20 lines of code, we're able to extend the Home Advisor platform in a way that we hadn't been able to prior to this. So very, very simple. Once the Home Advisor API is clicked, it then pops a pop-up for one of our service representatives with the customer's contact information and immediately triggers a call out to the customer. So they click the button, pops up, okay, John Humphreys just clicked the button, he's in Denver, Colorado, and we're calling him right now. The representative simply needs to start a project and they can connect with the homeowner and understand what the homeowner's needs are. Like I said, HomeAdvisor has a variety of ways for you to get connected with pros. So if you have a leaky faucet or your garage door is busted and you need to get to work, you want to talk to a pro immediately. So we have our Instant Connect solution that offers you that option. If you have a less urgent project, maybe carpet cleaning, you can book an appointment with the pro directly through your rep. And that's it. You book the appointment, the pro comes out, no more phone calls, no anything. And finally, for larger projects, you might want quotes. You might want to get a better understanding of what your options are. No one wants to go spend a lot of money on a kitchen remodel without knowing exactly what it is and, and making sure that it fits their needs and budget. And so we offer that. And so the IoT button is about bringing a branded device into the home. And it makes HomeAdvisor services ever more accessible. As a ubiquitous multi-platform home services marketplace, the IoT button is a natural extension that fits perfectly into our family of anywhere, anytime access. Thank you. Thank you, John. Um, really appreciate your partnership here. Yeah. And uh, it's been great working with HomeAdvisor. And uh, we're passionate about helping customers achieve success like you guys have. And we'd love to continue collaborating. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Time. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so here we talked about um, the great use case that HomeAdvisor has. We've got, a, obviously, a very home-centric theme today with Rob's demo and uh, John's uh, slides. Um, but as we talked about, the same concept of you know, having a simple uh, device that invokes fairly business-specific uh, scenarios um, applies to many different domains and probably many that we can't imagine or envision. And so after hearing from a number of customers, what we are doing today, we announced earlier today, is limited preview of an enterprise program. As part of this enterprise program, what we want to do is we want to support this innovation based on simple IoT buttons at scale. So when you look at what that means, it means we manufacture the buttons, we manage the firmware and the updates, we pre-provision the security keys. And if you remember that diagram of all the blocks you have to do, we take care of those first you know, five boxes. And we support your pilots and your deployments at scale. And what we're looking to do is really help you unlock your innovation. So why would you use it? Well, you may have callback scenarios like John talked about. You may want to reorder services or custom products um, that may not be in the traditional dash button use case in Amazon. Um, you may have retail operations and inventory management. Um, you may have simulations and trials like um, Eli Lilly has. 
And there's probably many more use cases that are specific to your business that you can think about, okay, what if I automated this, right? Your printer breaks. Maybe you've got a little button there that just says, hey, let's call facilities and get them to uh, take care of it. So many different use cases that you can think about um, and apply it. And all the things that you have to do are much more tailored to specifics for your business where the heavy lifting of the actual button and the services are done by Amazon. So you create Lambda functions that are specific to your business. You give us labels, and we will actually manufacture these buttons with your logo. Um, the Wi-Fi is on your location, so whether that's a home scenario, a factory floor, an office situation, um, that configuration is on yours. And then the usage data goes to your system. So you can understand your customers better. You can engage with them better. You can get analytics and understanding of how are they actually using these uh, services that you have instant engagement with using the button. And you can order and deploy these at scale from us. Um, today, uh, we're announcing that you can apply for this enterprise program. We have a URL there and will also be available um, on our marketing site. So you can go and look at that and sign up. Um, in addition, we realize that you may not be ready for an enterprise program yet. You might want to do some pilots. You may want to do some experiments with this developer button. And we've seen a lot of great um, experiments since last year. You know, people took the button that we launched, and they did fun things like, you know, ping pong scorekeepers and doorbells and so on and so forth. And it's really got a great, you know, uh, developer hacker community around it saying, hey, what are the things we can do with the simple device that triggers the full power of the cloud and uses all of that, right? And so we want to support that. We want to continue looking at how are people innovating with simple devices. And so today we're announcing um, a couple of things. First, um, we have new hardware. Um, we uh, heard your feedback on the battery life, so we're improving that uh, 2x. And in some cases, it's the experiment, the runs we have are giving us even better than that. Um, latency's uh, gone down on the button clicks by almost uh, 50% in the 90th percentile, uh, to be specific. Um, and it's uh, available for pre-order. We'll be shipping those to you in February. Um, you can also order the existing button if you want to satisfy your curiosity immediately. Um, we'll give you a $20 AWS credit as well that you can use in your account in your next billing cycle so you can sort of um, take advantage of the different AWS services using that. Um, the second thing we're uh, doing is we really want to make it simple for developers to get started with it. Um, you know, we talked about the fact that the button has Wi-Fi, the button has security credentials, so you get the certificate from AWS Cloud, you have to put it onto the button, you have to configure it, um, you have to write your Lambda functions. So today, um, we um, launched uh, two new applications um, on the Google Play Store and um, uh, Apple Store. Uh, iOS and Android, where it'll really walk you through a wizard. So you have the button, you've got a barcode on the box, you just start, scan the barcode, configure your Wi-Fi, and it'll automatically configure the Wi-Fi and security on it with your AWS account. And you can use a set of uh, CAN blueprints or choose your own Lambda functions and get the whole thing working end-to-end -end within a few minutes. And then you can log into the console a little bit afterwards, modify it, you know, make more interesting innovations with that. But we really want to have you guys uh, try this out, get started quickly. And as you find new things, you might apply them to just, you know, interesting gadgets, or you might apply these to real business use cases and scale these up. And we have the enterprise program for that.
if uh, there's a couple of things to take away um, that we've talked about, uh, no longer just a gadget, use it to innovate, sign up or apply at this uh, site, and the developer experience never been easier. You've got the apps, you've got better battery life, you've got $20 credits, and um, can also continue to modify and update your code through the Lambda console. Okay, um, thank you, and thank you, John and Rob, for your support. Um, evaluations and related sessions. So there's a few other um, IoT-related sessions going on today. Just pick the ones that are in the future, because that may be more useful to attend than the ones in the past. Um, there's uh, also some time uh, for Q&A, actually quite a bit of time. Um, we can do, you know, five, ten minutes. Yes?